Yo, welcome back to First and Ten Podcast. Uh, Aiden Ferris here. Um, episode ten, we hit double digits finally. Let's go. Oh wait, actually don't. Did I do episode ten? I did do episode ten. Oh my god. Did I? Oh wait, no, I didn't. I'm losing track of this stuff, man. Episode ten is right now. We just hit double digits. I did nine episodes already. Wow. All right. Well. One of the craziest off-seasons has been going on right now. And I don't think any of us have predicted any of these trades happening, any of these signings. Um, it's actually insane. Uh, this episode, I'm just going to give my predictions for the standings for each division. And I'll go into a little bit like why I see each team falling to where they are. Um... Yeah, so getting right into it, the AFC South. Number one, I have the Colts. Number two, I have the Titans. Number three, the Jaguars. And number four, the Texans. Starting with the Colts, they just got Matt Ryan for, honestly, in my opinion, a steal. I think it was a third-round pick for them. Um, and that's it. Just third-round pick for Matt Ryan straight up. Um, absolute steal for the Colts. I think Ryan is still... So overlooked due to the fact that he was on the Falcons and the Falcons have been playing poorly. So Matt Ryan hasn't gotten much attention. Uh, you bring him to the Colts. He's got a great O-line now. He's got a great running back to rely on. Um, hopefully Michael Pittman is reliable enough for him. Um, but for sure, Matt Ryan can do some damage there. And that's why I have them over the Titans. And the reason, like, the Titans... After last year, they're, to me, they're frauds, right? Um, yes, Derrick Henry is 100% the best running back in the NFL. There's no question about that. If you debate that, you're actually insane. However, this man's coming off a big you know, foot injury with surgery and these screws and plates in it. He's, he's at risk for injury. I hate to say it, but he is. The Colts whole line has been struggling. Ryan Tannehill... Hasn't been performing like he has with the Titans. And he didn't do it last year. Maybe he bounces back. Maybe he doesn't. I don't know. But I think that the Titans definitely are worse than they were last year. Um, That's why I have the Colts over them. The Jaguars. They're going over the Texans this year. Because um, Trevor's got help. That's the big reason. Doug Peterson is a offensive-minded coach. Um... He can help Lawrence, and they have helped him, you know, get weapons. I know I've talked about this in my other podcast, how they spent a lot of money on average guys, but they have reliable players all around the field. So Lawrence, I, th- I say he struggles, but not as bad as he did his, his uh, freshman year. Um, and then obviously dead last is Texans. Texans, I feel like, are in the rebuilding stage. I give them props. They got a lot of draft picks from Deshaun Watson. I think Davis Mills um, is a pretty solid quarterback, but they're just there's just so many holes missing everywhere that I I can't see them being worse than being better than the Jaguars. Uh, AFC North, I have first place the Bengals, second place the Ravens, third place the Steelers, and fourth place the Browns. I'm gonna explain the Browns in a, in a minute. Okay, the Bengals. Just built their own line. And they were already one of the most talented teams in the NFL. 
Joe Burrow and the offense, but mostly that defense took them to the Super Bowl. Joe Burrow and Jamar Chase and Joe Mixon and T. Higgins and Tyler Boyd were producing on offense with one of the worst lines in the NFL. They just gave Joe Burrow protection. The Bengals are going to be better than they were last year. There's no question about it. There's no question. I If anyone debates me about this, they're wrong. Because the Bengals, you look at what they did last year, Joe Burrow will go off this year. And yes, I've said in the past, he's you know a little overrated because I feel like people will see him as his top three talent in the NFL, which he really isn't to me. He's He's right outside the top five currently. But after this year, I have a feeling he'll be in my top five. Maybe even top three if he does really well. Um, That's my confidence in the Bengals this year. Uh, Number two, I have the Ravens. Uh, Lamar Jackson coming back. Hopefully he stays healthy. Uh, The Ravens' run game is just unstoppable to me. And they keep building that defense. That defense will never... You know, be bad. It'll never be bad, in my opinion. Uh, Lamar is looking for revenge, and I'll say that. I think the Ravens could sneak into the playoffs. I don't know, though, because obviously the AFC West. I'll talk about that coming up. It's just a tough division. All those guys can make. There's a lot of there's a lot of talent in the AFC. There's a lot. Um, the Steelers, Mitch Trubisky. I think he does better than what he did on the Bears, but he's not some elite. You know, top seven quarterback talent, obviously, yet, if he is to prove it. Um, the Steelers did lose Juju, um, but Chase Claypool and Deontay Johnson have been proven to be an elite duo. Najee Harris, obviously, is one of the better backs in the league, and that offensive line was still atrocious. And Najee still put up numbers, so I'll give him props to that. Now, on to the Browns. A lot of people on the internet and social media and TV or whatever have talked about, you know, oh, Deshaun coming back, the Browns are contenders, Deshaun doing this, the Browns are playoff team. Now, I've said in the past, Deshaun, I'm afraid for because being away from the game for so long, you don't know how it can affect someone. Um, We've seen it happen a thousand times before. Guys either have injuries or... They have these allegations toward them or any off-field action, right? And being away from the game for that long really takes a toll on them. I don't know what Deshaun's been doing ever since these allegations came out. I, the Browns are just... I don't even know how, They're just a trash dynasty. I'm sorry. They're just... The Browns are known for being the Browns. That's it. The Browns... When you think of Cleveland Browns, you think of constant quarterbacks, constant coaches, constant general managers, constant losing. That's what I see with the Browns. And maybe Deshaun comes back and he absolutely kills it and he goes back to being like a top five quarterback in the NFL. I could 100% be wrong. But from what I'm seeing right now is that the Browns and Deshaun Watson are just a poverty, they're just a poverty team to me right now. And I can't see the Browns being good next year. AFC West. This is where it gets a little bold. This is this is my riskiest one. But I like it a lot. And I'll tell you why. Number one, I have the Chargers. The Chargers did everything a team should do in free agency. 
They got absolute steals on trades. They got amazing signings. And their coach has learned a lot. And, you know, they grew experience over these past couple years with Herbert and Staley, which I like. Herbert is a top five quarterback in the NFL. 100%. He's better than Burrow. If you say he's not better than Burrow, I'll give you credit if you say Burrow's a better leader. Because I think that's true. But overall quarterback talent, Justin Herbert dominates in every single category over Joe Burrow. The Chargers had a worse team than the Bengals last year. And yet, you could say, oh, well, what about that offensive line you just mentioned? Okay, the Chargers maybe have a slightly better offensive line. Slightly. Look at the Chargers defense. What the heck did they do last year? What do they do to help Herbert? Herbert's fighting for his life every game. Yeah, he's got good weapons too, but um, it was always shootouts with the Chargers in close games. But with what the Chargers did this offseason, it's just instant Super Bowl contenders like that. You have two of the most elite pass rushers in the NFL. You know, you got the draft coming up where you could take Jordan Davis and make it one of the most elite defensive lines in the NFL. You got J.C. Jackson, a lockdown corner now, to compete with a guy like Devontae Adams two times a year. And maybe Devontae owns him, but still, you have guys that can compete. On to the sec- Speaking of Devontae Adams, the second place I have Raiders. The Oakland Raiders, or sorry, excuse me, Vegas Raiders. I've messed it up a couple times on this podcast. The Vegas Raiders, if you look are the most overlooked team in this AFC bunch because, um, you know, just all the talent everywhere. The Raiders went out and got Devontae Adams. Derek Carr, Devontae Adams, Fresno State connection. That's all I'm going to say. I could say, you know what I'm going to say? Devontae Adams will have the best year of his career next year. I'm saying it right now because you have him on one side, you have Darren Waller on the other it doesn't matter who you throw to, it's a catch either way for Devon, for Derek Carr. Derek Carr has reliable targets. You've got Hunter Renfro on the other side or in the slot. It's 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 over, in my opinion. That's a phenomenal offense. Josh Jacobs hopefully bounces back. He's a reliable running back. I just feel like the the Raiders have new life. They have new life. Uh, Derek Carr has kept them in it ever since. And look at everything the Raiders went through last year. With their head coach and these other players getting arrested uh, and charged. Um, and they still made the playoffs. Tell me why they won't do it again next year. If anything, they're about ten times better. Number three, I have the Broncos. Yes, I have the Chiefs last and I'll explain why. The Broncos got Russell Wilson. The, the Broncos have one of... The more, not the most, one of the more complete uh, rosters in the NFL. Guys that are solid, reliable. You got a, some elite guys here and there, right? Some average guys, okay? You could say, you know, there's obviously not every guy there is like extremely talented, but they have reliable, trustworthy players. You go out and you trade for your quarterback, the one guy you need. Russell Wilson, that guy is a captain. That guy's a leader. You bring him into the Denver, you know, society and community. 
He leads these guys. He gives everyone confidence. Jerry Judy has never been more hyped his entire life. Cortland Sutton's got the best ball thrower ever, or best ball thrower of his career. The Broncos' defense can feel alive because they don't have to do everything every single game. Right? Javante Williams, Melvin Gordon, you got a solid run game. The Broncos have a lot of things to look forward to next year, and which is why bringing a true leader like Russell Wilson in brings so much more life to the Broncos, which will make every single player on that team better. That's the way I see it. The Chiefs, I have dead last, and everyone's going to be shocked by this. I'm going to say this right now. The Chiefs will struggle next year. Okay? They got rid of Tyreek Hill. All right? I could I could see why. He wanted 30 mil a year, super expensive. Travis Kelsey's still there obviously. You got a couple decent receivers. You got Juju Smith-Schuster. And you got draft picks, which is fair. But let's look at the Chiefs defense compared to the Chargers, the Raiders and the Broncos. Okay? The Broncos have an elite pass rushing duo in Randy Gregory and uh, Bradley Chubb. The Raiders elite pass rushing duo. Chandler Jones, Max Crosby. Chargers, Khalil Mack, Joey Bosa. And the Chiefs have to face them two times a year. Who do the Chiefs have pass rushing? They got Chris Jones at defensive tackle, but okay. You doubled him and it's over. That's it. Who do the Chiefs have at corner? The Chiefs have no corners. Who do the Chiefs have at safety? Okay. You gotta think about, you know, games aren't just an offensive. It's not football's not just an offensive sport, and it's not just a defensive sport. The Broncos, Chargers, and Raiders have a little bit of both. The Chiefs are an all-offensive team, in my opinion. And if you look, I've talked about this before. Um, I think I have. If you look at Mahomes uh, against the Buccaneers in the Super Bowl. Right, the Buccaneers dominated the Chiefs' defense. The Chiefs' defense got torn apart. They struggled because they thought that Mahomes would step up and do, you know, keep up with them. Right, keep up with the Buccaneers. Mahomes, against a really good defense, even though he did, you know, he did everything he possibly could, it didn't mean anything because that defense was too elite. Right, and he's got to go against some somewhat elite defenses in all in all three of his division rivals, twice a year. Right, those are some difficult games to win. Those are going to be some hard-fought, difficult games to win. And I don't think the Chiefs come out of it. There's no way, in my opinion. I don't see him. Mahomes lost Tyreek, the speed demon. Kelsey can just easily be doubled now. And who are you going to throw? You're going to throw to Juju and McCole Hartman. Okay, that's fine. Just put the best corner on them, best safety. What's so difficult about that? McCole is a worse version of Tyreek Hill. That's the way I see it. And Juju, Juju struggled as the wide receiver one in Pittsburgh ever since Antonio Brown left. It would have been this would have been a completely different conversation if Tyreek Hill was still there. If Hill was there, I'd say this offense thrives because Juju goes back to being that elite receiver against the corner twos. But now he's back in the same spot he was in Pittsburgh. And the Chiefs will struggle. That is my boldest prediction out of all these teams, for sure. AFC East. Number one, you got the Buffalo Bills. The Bills, they lost Cole Beasley, I think. But um, 
they just keep loading up, honestly. Josh Allen is Josh Allen. He's a whole beast. Um, he's not going to, you know, he's not going to stop. He's not going to slow down. He wants revenge on the Chiefs. He wants revenge on the AFC. He wants revenge in the playoffs. He doesn't care if he plays the Chiefs again. He wants the Super Bowl. The Bills will be back in the Super Bowl. Or back, not back. They'll be in the Super Bowl. They'll compete against the Bengals, in my opinion, for the AFC Championship, which should have happened last year. Um, but yeah, the it's going to be fun. I think the Bills are going to be a really fun team to go against next year because I feel like everyone on that team is just furious with what happened last year. And they're just full of, you know, this drive to get back at the entire league. Second, I got the Dolphins. Now, this was tough uh, because I don't know what Tua's going to do. Tua was the biggest question mark for the for the Dolphins. They got Tyreek Hill. You got Jalen Water. You got two uh, speed demon receivers, basically. You got Mike Gazicki. Uh, I think they have Chase Edmonds and Raheem Mostert. That is a fast team. The question is, is Tua going to be able to throw a ball in front of these guys? Because, honestly, I haven't seen him do it yet. I mean... To be fair, he does well. These guys do well when Tua checks it down to them and they just use their speed. But the deep ball is going to be a key factor for the Dolphins. And the Dolphins' defense, to be fair, did really well last year. They stepped up. Um, Hopefully they keep up uh, that energy and that talent so that way the offense can somewhat thrive and just uh, get easy points on the board. The Patriots, Mac Jones, I could see stepping up this year. I think that... I, actually, I don't know. I really don't know what's going on with the Patriots because I feel like they should have done more. I did like the recent signing of Jabril Peppers. Um, sad as a Giants fan. Really sad. But I think Peppers is this linebacker slash safety guy slash corner that Bill can use all over the field and Bill's going to have a lot of fun with it. Um, I think that the Patriots focus on a run game. For this year, uh, I don't know why. I feel like they should have got one of those elite receivers for Mac because Mac would have been thriving a lot more, and the Patriots' offense would have been a lot more versatile. And last, I have the Jets. Now, the Jets, I was very close to putting them above the Patriots for this for this division because looking at what the Jets did this whole off season, they built that O line to not fail, and they built an offense where Zach Wilson can thrive in, right? And yet, there was talks about them getting Amari Cooper or Tyree Kill. Uh, obviously, didn't happen. But they still have a solid receiving core if those guys stay healthy. If um, the Jets' defense steps up, because they did add more pieces to that Jets' defense as well, um, the Jets can, I think, get third in the division. I think it's it's very likely because the Patriots just did nothing. I don't know what Bill's thinking. I really don't. But, yeah, that's the way I have it right now. It could change. You never know. NFC South. Obviously, Tom Brady's back. And I want to... Sh- oh, man. Whatever. Buccaneers, first place. There's no question about that. They're taking the NFC South. Uh, then I have the Saints. And then the Falcons. And then the Panthers. Uh, Panther... Well, let's go start with the Saints. Uh, if Michael Thomas comes back... And uh, they, this uh, their new head coach uses Camara like Sean Payton did. 
the offense can still do well with Jameis Winston. I like Winston just has to rely on Kamara and Thomas. And let's not forget that the offensive line is still pretty solid. Uh, the Falcons, I could see them struggling. Obviously, they they're just limited on receivers. They got Kyle Pitts. They got Marcus Mariota to be fair, which I like the signing. Mariota uh, needed a second chance, and that's good for him. I hope he can revamp the uh, Falcons and the Panthers. Reportedly trading McCaffrey somewhere or like looking for trades. So the Panthers are just. I don't even know what they're doing. The, Sam Darnold's not the answer. Uh, we'll see what the Panthers do. Uh, they're just not... Panthers are just a nobody right now to me. NFC North. Give me the Vikings at first. Kirk Cousins, uh, Dalvin Cook, Justin Jefferson, Adam Thielen. I mean, this is their year. Aaron Rodgers doesn't have Devontae Adams. Aaron Rodgers will struggle this year. The Packers defense did get better, and the Vikings defense did improve a bit. So, I have the Vikings over the Packers, and the Packers being second, um, purely because I could just see Kirk Cousins taking another big step in his career this year, and uh, the Vikings just finally dominating the Packers this year. That's the way I see it. Number three, I have the Lions. I have the Lions over the Bears, purely because if you look at what that team did last year, they were the best worst team in the NFL. They were like, they, these guys came in with passion. Dan Campbell is a great, fiery coach with a great passion and leadership. Um, he, he The man cried in like press conferences after a loss because he knows how close they were. And these guys won it. And Jared Goff did well for them last year. And they're getting receivers. They got DJ Chark. DeAndre Swift will be back. TJ Hawkinson. The Lions have... I'm not saying the Lions are going to make the playoffs or anything like that, but they're doing better than a lot of these other um, teams in terms of rebuilding and revamping. And then last, I have the Bears. The Bears, uh, I know, sorry to my uncle, who will probably be listening to this, but the Bears are just... Justin Fields, I, can, I feel like he can have... He has so much potential. but And the Bears are kind of just cleaning house right now. And it's a smart move, honestly. You have your young franchise quarterback now, and you got picks, you got cap, salary cap. Use it, use it well. I gotta wait and see what they do over these next two years um, to to decide what the Bears will do. I think the Bears are just gonna, they're just tanking right now, and they're just rebuilding and constantly building layers, which is good in my opinion. I think it was smart for the Bears to do that. Uh, Matt Nagy just was not, and Ryan Pace, they were just not a good combo, and I think this was a really good move for the Bears. So. Good luck to them in the future. I think, hopefully, these new guys do well with their signings and their draft picks. On to the NFC East. Uh, give me Dallas at first. Uh, I don't know. It's hard for me to say this. Obviously, as a Giants fan. But just in general, I was like, Mike McCarthy's not a good coach, in my opinion. And... Dak Prescott is struggling, and I don't know why, because he's got one of the most elite offenses in the league. Obviously, he just lost to Mari Cooper. I could definitely see the Commanders coming up and taking uh, first, which is why I have them second. But Dallas's defense is just so good to me. Uh, Michael Parsons is an absolute, tr- like, I don't even know what, powerhouse or something. It's amazing to see what he did in his rookie year. As a rookie, he did. He put up one of the best seasons by a rookie since Lawrence Taylor. 
LT, the LT, all right? The Cowboys have something there. They just, I feel like Mike McCarthy isn't the answer at coach. That's my opinion. But I th- still think they could beat the NFC, win the NFC East due to these other teams just being atrocious. I had the Commanders at second. Uh, their defense last year was a bit iffy. It, a lot of people saw it to be really good, but it just wasn't. To be fair, they lost Chase Young and these other guys. So, I don't know. They still have potential. I think Carson Wentz is looking for redemption. Um, him and McLaurin, I think, are going to be a really good pairing. Antonio Gibson, I'm hoping to have a balance back year. Um, but yeah, and this is what I hate the most. I hate saying this, but the I think the Eagles are going to be a bit better than the Giants this year, and the Giants will come last, and the Eagles will be third. Uh, maybe the Eagles get a receiver in the draft, which is why I think their offense will take a big step forward. Jalen Hurts has guys like Devontae Smith, Dallas Goddard, and whoever they take in the draft. Um, I think, you know, a Drake... Uh, Drake London or Chris Olave would be a really good pick for the Eagles just to pair up with Devontae Smith. Um, obviously, Jalen Hurts can use his legs. So the Eagles have something there. They just got to glue it all together, I guess I could say. And the Giants, um, a little slow start for them, but they had some pretty good signings for offensive linemen, which I like. They're bringing in guys that will compete and... Uh, I like what Dabble and Joe Shane are doing where they're trying to build up uh, the offensive line first and just go from there. I don't know what we'll do in the draft. I'm looking forward to it, though. But, yeah, I, I, I still can't see the Giants making much progress this year. I hope Jones has a really good year this year so he stays as our quarterback because if you think about it, he hasn't been the problem, but we'll see. Finally, NFC West. This was a tough one. I mean, besides last place, but uh, number one, I have the Rams. I think the Rams could definitely run it back. The NFC isn't really that much competitive. I mean, besides the Buccaneers, I'd say. Um, But the Rams did really well last year. They got Allen Robinson from the Bears. Uh, Maybe, I think they're re-signing Odell because they traded Robert Woods. So, I don't know. I don't know what the Rams will be like, but... I can tell you that it'll be tough to be good first because in second I have the Niners, and I could definitely see the Niners winning it as well. Uh, Kyle Shanahan just knows how to run an offense. That's all I'm going to say. I mean, George Kittle, I, th- I like Trey Lance a lot. Trey Lance has a ton of potential. I think he's better than Jimmy Garoppolo for sure. Um, I don't even think we need to watch him play to know that. Um, Debo Samuel obviously looking to get back to where he was last year. Brandon Ayuk, I think... Ayuk struggled a little bit in the beginning, but he he uh, he improved as the the year went on. But everyone was expecting a big year from him from the get go. Hopefully, he you know bounces it back and exceeds everyone's expectations. The Cardinals at three, Kyler and uh, Cliff. I don't think Cliff is the answer. Cliff has had a pretty good like a decent amount of solid years you know some solid years with the Cardinals and he just struggles the Cardinals were elite last year they were elite elite and they still lost in the first round right I mean I don't know what excuse he's gonna look for to try and get out of that but I think the Cardinals are just bad now in my opinion doesn't matter how much money you spend um these guys just aren't good and I think they have a lot of guys, or, you know, there's guys that are good, but there's also guys that need coaching, proper coaching. Cliff Kingsbury isn't bringing that to the Cardinals. 
which is why they're struggling. And then the Seahawks, obviously losing Russell Wilson, they're just way out of contention with this division. Uh, maybe, I guess they're rebuilding. I don't know what's going to happen with DK Metcalf or Tyler Lockett. I'm looking forward to it, though. The receiver market has blown up. Um, you never know what's going to happen, but the Seahawks are definitely rebuilding. Whew! That was 28-minute episode or something like that, 30-minute episode. It's like the like second longest one I've done, and that was awesome. I love talking football, about, especially like predicting the next season. Um, yeah, hopefully you guys enjoyed this. Let me know what your predictions are. Uh, I'm looking forward to this next year, man. There's been so many like switches and trades and signings that the NFL, it's like taking all the teams and players and putting it in a, bar, like a jar and like shaking it up and then playing with whatever you get. It was just, it's just awesome. Um, yeah. I hope you guys enjoyed. Uh, have a good week. I'll see you later.